The James Beard Foundation has released its list of semi-finalists for this year's Restaurant and Chef Awards. And out of the hundreds of people on that list, 11 of Chicago's culinary finest are in the running. Last year, only one Chicago chef brought home an award. So what is in store this year and who is on the list? To dig in some more, we are joined now by Adasha Townsend, the content director for Food and Beverage Insider. Welcome to Reset, Adasha. Hi, thanks for having me. And Naomi Waxman, a reporter at Eater Chicago. Good to have you back, Naomi. Thank you. Hi. Dasha, I'll start with you. Tell us, how are chefs and restaurants considered for these awards? Yeah, so there is a panel of judges that um, uh, decide that months ahead, and uh, they nominate them, and then they make it to the semifinalists. I see. So right now, we are at that stage. Uh, When will we know who the finalists are, and how many finalists will there be? There usually are about five finalists, five to six finalists per um, category, and we'll know maybe within a few weeks. Okay. Well, uh, sometime in March. For our listeners who aren't familiar, Naomi, what is the James Beard Foundation? So, um, the James Beard Foundation is a very prominent um, organization in the hospitality industry. They are most noted for the awards. Um, so the the turn of phrase that folks like to use is uh, they describe the James Beard Awards as the Oscars of the food world. Uh-huh. Um, so, but the foundation does lots of different things. They hold um, fundraising initiatives, education initiatives. They hold events all over the country. In recent years, they've really um, set out a focus on independent restaurants, especially in light of the uh, ongoing challenges of the pandemic. So these are a big deal if, if they're the Oscars of, of the food world, right? I was, I was thinking initially how of how they would possibly compare to other culinary recognitions, right? Like the Michelin star or, you know, Michelin uh, bib gourmand. Certainly. So, um, you know, these, awards vary quite a bit. So um, Michelin uh, Michelin stars or, or Bip Bormans are assigned to restaurants, um, and they are uh, they come from anonymous diners who um, work with Michelin, who go to these places. They are supposed to be unknown. Um, the James Beard Awards um, are quite different, so these can go to individuals, which Michelin stars not, um, as well as restaurants, restaurant groups, bars, um, wineries, places like that. Adasha, who are the 11 Chicago chefs and restaurants that are in the running this year? Can you list them for us? Um, the Starting with Outstanding Restaurant, I would say it was Smith. Uh, emerging chef Damar Brown, he's a virtue. Last year, Eric Williams, a virtue one. Okay. Um, Best new restaurant, uh, I can't pronounce it, but it's a Cambodian restaurant. It's Kamai? Kamai oh, Dining? Kamai, yes. Kamai. Okay, Oblex, those are for best new restaurant. And then Outstanding Hospitality, only Sepia's in the running. And then um, Outstanding Wine and Other Beverage Program, all together now. Outstanding Bar, another national award, Scratch Brewing Company, 
which is in the suburbs. Okay. Then we have the Best Chef Great Lakes, which is not to be confused with Best Chef Midwest. So confusing. <laughs> so uh, there's Ty Dang from Hey Sue, uh, P- Paul Federbach from Big Jones, Tim Flores and Jeannie Kwan from Kasama, Zubair Mohair from Wazwan, and Diana uh, Diavla Bolden from Me Tokoya. And just to say, Diana, uh, Ty from Hesu, and Paul, they were all rec- they were all in the semifinalists last year. I see. Wow, that's quite the list. Uh, I mean, Naomi, have any of these restaurants and chefs been uh, nominated in the past? I know Adasha mentioned Virtue got a nomination and a win last year. Yes. So um, Chef Eric Williams of Virtue um, took home the Best Chef Great Lakes Award last year. Um, As you mentioned, he was Chicago's only winner. Um, And uh, my understanding is that he's also the first black chef to win that award, Mm. um, which we think is very exciting. Um, So Smith is uh, a regular, I would say, um, and it's owners um, that we've seen uh, them be recognized certainly before, Sepia um, as well. Um, and as was said, Diana Davila from Mitokaya, Paul from Big Jones, Tai Dang um, from Hai Su. These are folks that have um, been recognized over the years by the Beards and by other um, awards ceremonies. Yeah. Well, you know, Adasha, Naomi just mentioned, you know, about Eric Williams being the, the first uh, black chef for t- to take home that win. We're not just seeing American fine dining here in these nominations this year, right? As you listed everything off, I was thinking, oh, I'm hearing Mexican cuisine, Vietnamese, Filipino, South Asian. Are you used to seeing this amount of diversity in the James Beard nominations? Say that after 2020, when they scrap the awards and then for 20 for the 2021 um uh james beard awards they completely scrapped it so uh they wanted to rethink how they were going to move forth with it they changed direction they said unlike you know like naomi was saying about the michelin star awards they completely approach james beard now differently they look all over they look at globally they look at the smaller restaurants they look at the family-owned restaurants they look at restaurants they would have never looked at Mm -hmm. before 2020 you know that was a whole reawakening think about restaurants in a different form and that opens so many opportunities for so many different restaurants and chefs and i think it's great However, at the same time, it's great to be on the semi-finalist list. I want to know who's going to make it to the finalist list. Yes, me too. Um, and Smith, as as we talked about in the West Loop, one of 20 restaurants up for that outstanding restaurant category. Have either have you eaten there? Yes, I've, I ate there when it first opened. I haven't been there since the pandemic. What did you think about it? I thought it was great. I thought it was great. And... Um, I just want to see them make it to the next level, uh, as far as the finalist list and hopefully bring a win because, um, if they don't wind up on the semi-finalist list and I mean, excuse me, the finalist list, as well as the other ones, uh, that are on the national list instead of the, um, the, um, Great Lakes list, then will we have a shot? That's the thing as, as far as Chicago. 
So I really want to see them win this year. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and we're talking about the 11 Chicago chefs and restaurants that could take home a James Beard Award this summer. With us over the phone is Adasha Townsend of Food and Beverage Insider and Naomi Waxman of Eater Chicago. So, Naomi, sticking with the categories here, so we just talked about Outstanding Restaurant. I want to talk about this uh, Best New Restaurant category, right? There are two Chicago establishments on that list. Uh, Kamai, which is the Cambodian fine dining restaurant in Rogers Park, and Obelix, the French restaurant in River North. What can you tell us about those spots? So interestingly, these um, are two spots um, that we at Eater Chicago have been very excited about this year. Um, so Kamai Fine Dining um, is from Chef Mona Sang. She um, is operating out of Rogers Park, and she's doing something that's pretty um, hard to find in Chicago, which is traditional Cambodian cuisine. Um, Mona and her family are survivors of the Cambodian genocide. They um, came as refugees to the United States, and Mona has built a culinary career for herself here in Chicago. Um, she was previously at Let Us Entertain You, um, and she was furloughed in the early stages of the pandemic. Mm. She dove back into um, the cuisine that she remembers her mother making when she was young, um, and she's come out swinging. She's uh, seeing a lot of success. Um, so that's a really exciting story that we've been following. Okay. Um, and Obelix um, is from um, Nicholas and Oliver Polby. Um, I apologize if I just butchered that. I am not a French speaker. <laughs> um, but they um, are behind Le Bouchon, which has been a French favorite in Chicago for many years. Their parents founded Le Sardine, um, which sadly closed during the early years of the pandemic. Um, but they're doing something really cool in River North. They are engaging with, you know, classical French cuisine in a really kind of modern environment. It's very lively um, and unexpected. And so we were excited to see them on the list as well. Adasha, we, we talked about that best chef Great Lakes category a bit. Um, what can you share with us about the, the five chefs who are nominated this year? Um, Diana Boldin. Ty Dang, Paul Farabak, Tim Flores, and Jeannie Kwan, and Zubair Mohajir. Um, I could share that. I really hope that they all make uh, the finalist list. But, that would be um, incredible. <laughs> that, that would be incredible. But um, as Naomi said about uh, the Cambodian restaurant, I believe that Ty Dang brings a similar story from his heritage, and he's been on this list for... Well, he Did he make it to the finals last year, Naomi? I can't remember. I, I'm not sure. I would need to check, but um, I think that's certainly a viable possibility. Okay, I really do believe he made it to the finalists last year, but um, I would love to see somebody from Chicago who has a diverse background as him or Diana or Tim uh, and Jeannie from Cosima make it make it to the finalists because these are stories that we usually don't. Their type of cuisine has never made it uh, made a winner become a winner in Chicago. And I would love to see. We talk about you know food is so diverse in Chicago, mm -hmm. dining everywhere. But when it comes to the awards, they never manage to get one. So I would love to see a story like that. You know, sticking with that 
topic of, of diversity there, I'm also thinking about your thoughts on representation in these award programs. I mean, it makes sense to me to see restaurants in larger cities like Chicago and New York and L.A., but do you feel like chefs maybe in smaller cities get overlooked here, Naomi? I think that historically that's certainly been um, a question that's been raised. There's been some reshuffling in terms of region, which I think um, most people would agree is imperfect, but it's uh, it's heading um, in a positive direction. Um, I've, I'm originally from Wisconsin. I like to keep an eye on uh, who is nominated um from there, and uh, there were a number of very interesting and exciting nominees from Wisconsin this year, Madison and Milwaukee primarily. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I think that area is growing, and that at least in the Midwest, we are seeing um, slightly more sunshine for folks that are serving in cities that don't have the kind of culinary reputation that Chicago enjoys. Adasha, were there any restaurants or chefs that didn't make it to even the semifinalist stage that you want to recognize? Yes. Um, last year, Maya Camille Broussard made it to the pastry chef slash baker list mm-hmm. for the best she made it to the finalists. And I was shocked to see that she didn't even make it to the um, semifinals finalists this year. She just came out with a brand new book. Uh, she's about to open a pastry shop um, this spring and on the south side of Chicago, my old neighborhood, actually. Mm-hmm. And um, she's just very, she's extremely talented. So I was surprised that she didn't make it to the semifinals this year, but maybe next year, maybe she'll make it to the media section this year with her new book. Oh, that's right. But, yeah. um, right. So, uh, but I was really shocked that she wasn't on that list because she's so madly talented. Any thoughts, Naomi? I mean, yesterday on the show, we talked about the Oscar nominations. So do you think any Chicago chefs got snubbed? Oh, that's very difficult to say. Well, there, you know, Chicago has so many incredibly skilled, talented, dedicated people. Um, there just aren't enough awards in the world to, to be able to really um, fully acknowledge um, everything that, you know, this industry and this city has to offer. Um, so I am I am reluctant to play favorites, um, <laughs> but there are certainly folks that I would love to see recognized either in the media awards um, or in the years to come. Well, Chicagoans can also look forward to seeing the award program hosted here at the Lyric Opera on June 5th. So are you two looking forward to that? Absolutely. It's a great party. (laughs) (laughs) I bet. I can imagine. Uh, Indeed. Yes, I am also excited. (laughs) Naomi, you've actually attended the program in the past. So talk to us about the energy that you feel when you're there, like from the chefs and and the restaurateurs. Oh, it's a lot of fun. The energy is high Um, and it's just throughout the evening. So, of course, at the beginning, there's a lot of nerves um, and perhaps some anxieties about how the night will unfold in terms of awards. Um, But as it starts to unfold and and we find out more information, um, that anxiety kind of ebbs away and there is uh, just joy and excitement and um, pleasure for one another. It's really, I think, often hospitality People do not get to celebrate um, their own industry and and share that moment, get dressed up and go out. And so this is really a a wonderful opportunity for that. 
That is content director for Food and Beverage Insider Adasha Townsend and Naomi Waxman, who's a reporter at Eater Chicago. We've been talking about Chicago's 11 semifinalists for the James Beard Awards. Thank you both.